0: forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us. And I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. How to build resilience in challenging and uncertain times. Resilience is the ability to recover quickly from Difficulties, how quickly you're able to bounce back from adversity, bounce back ability, if you will. And in more sciencey terms, it's psychological flexibility. I like to refer to it as your ability and capacity to cope with what life inevitably throws at you. However, It's not just bouncing back to where you were, but in my opinion, the ability to spring forward into your next stage of growth, where you feel even more strong and unshakable to deal with what life throws at you. Adaptability through times that feel like you're playing a constant game of (laughs) whack-a-mole is absolutely what resilience is. You know, that feeling that as soon as one issue is resolved, another one pops up unexpectedly. Your ability and adaptability to bounce between those with grace. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Resilience is that feeling of being unshakable. Less panic and implode, more deep breaths, and I can do this. Basically, the more resilient you can learn to be, the easier every facet of your life becomes. And who doesn't want a bit of that? resilience to me is the calm amidst the storm it doesn't mean the storm disappears it just means that you can navigate those choppy waters a lot more and and more steadily and don't let the fact that there's some choppy waters take over every other area of your life it's a learned skill it's not something you're born with it is a learned skill and a muscle to flex and grow and when you put the time in and understand that it will grow and will develop, it makes it that much easier. The growth that happens through the adversity itself is hugely, hugely powerful. Post-traumatic growth for the win. And as I've talked about before, I always find it a huge comfort knowing that positive growth can come from being in the weeds of a situation. That from the outside does not look or feel great. And it's something that I hold on to throughout anything that is, is going to be inevitably be thrown my way. That feeling of, oh, I wonder who I get to be on the other side of this. And I wonder what life could look like. I wonder what this could lead to for me in the future with a positive stance. But you don't have to be in the thick of things to be able to build your resilience, much of it comes down to learning to look at the truth of a situation, which I've talked about before. We don't tend to love dealing in truth, right? So it's making sure you're questioning your perspective and assumptions with curiosity, making sure you're really dealing in reality and not unconscious programming. It's the ability to reframe and change the narrative to be about the potential positive lessons and growth. And I know I can cope with this, you know, and that growth that you can experience rather than focusing on the pain or inconvenience facing you in the moment. Look, we all make mistakes at the end of the day and we all go through hardships. Using the right tools and techniques is also very, very, very helpful in cultivating resilience, even when you aren't in the weeds. Now, breath work is incredible for this. All the usual sus- suspects apply, like meditation, journaling, all of those wonderful things that I'm always talking about, mindfulness, making sure you're getting out in nature. Et cetera, et cetera, But specifically for me as a qualified heart math coach, heart math is my favorite technique for resilience and it's so simple. We call it heart-focused breathing and it's also, it's a balancing breath. So it's breathing in for around about a count of five and out just slower and deeper than you normally would, focusing on your heart. And it works specifically with your nervous system and your vagus nerve to increase your vagal tone and what Dan Siegel calls your window of tolerance. It literally creates what's called homeostasis, in other words, balance in your nervous system. So it increases your vagal tone, which is your ability to move quickly and easily between states, between nervous system states. So between the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight, think of it as mobilization, and the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest, right? It's also safety. It also increases what's known as your heart rate variability, otherwise known as HRV, which is known to be a really accurate measure of resilience. And HRV is simply the space between beats of our heart and can be a measure of our nervous system flexibility. More variability means more flexibility, which means more resilience, more ability to cope and greater windows of tolerance. So your breath is incredibly powerful, when it comes to resilience and creating all of these things that I'm talking about and one of the reasons that a yoga practice can make such a profound difference to the way you feel and you'll often notice that when you've been practicing yoga for a while you feel differently day to day you know it's that feeling people talk about the zen feeling right and slow belly breaths too we so often breathe into our chests right And when we're babies, we breathe into our bellies. And again, that works really, really well with our nervous system. So slow belly breaths. There are lots of ways to increase your HRV, which I might go into more in depth in a future episode, but loads of them are already in the Positive Pants Toolkit too. And the link to that is in the show notes or on my website, all the places. There are also some cognitive processes that you can use too to shift the way that you think and create those neural pathways for more resilient thinking. One is allowing yourself to move towards the fear and pain instead of avoiding it. The avoiding it, we all know, never gets us anywhere. (laughs) Allowing your brain and nervous system to learn that it's safe through giving it evidence that it's safe. Naming your emotions and learning to sit with them and letting them actually be there, letting them know that they're welcome rather than trying to suppress or push them away. Because we all know they're going to come out somewhere else, right? (laughs) So being in the present moment and looking forward with a focus of what is within your control rather than ruminating on what's already happened that you don't have control over. And I know all of this sounds like very, very conscious thinking. And to start with, it is until you build that neural pathway. This is very much how I think now, yeah? And it's, this is my autopilot, yeah? So think of all the times, this is another exercise, think of all the times that you thought you couldn't handle something and you did. It's such a simple but powerful exercise. Really allow yourself to recognize what you've overcome and how far you've come already. It's such a powerful exercise to really sit there and go, holy fudge, I've been through a lot, (laughs) yeah? And think of the times that negative things have led to positive ones for you or paved the way to a new path that is so much better for you in hindsight. Hindsight is a glorious thing. Now, it doesn't mean that you'd love to go through those things again, it just gives you the evidence that you need that you are more than capable of handling it. It also doesn't mean that you start trying to take on more than you can handle on your own. You are a human and we all have limits. But it means you start to recognize your levers. I like to call them levers. So you start to utilize your community, those people and resources in your life that help make things easier. It means you're more comfortable speaking up and saying, hey, I could really do with your help. So the next thing is flipping the switch and reframing potential outcomes. There might be, and there's likely to be, an initial unconscious reaction to something, often an uns- assumption of what will happen, but there are likely multiple different potential outcomes. So it's about exploring those and consciously asking yourself what is within your control to go towards those more positive outcomes, right? What can you do to make sure that those more positive outcomes that are a potential? are the ones that happen. Do not underestimate looking after your physical health when it comes to resilience too. Exercise is one of the many things that can help increase your heart rate variability. And what you feed your body as well will have a huge effect too. But as always, one of the most, 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 most important factors in resilience is self-awareness. When you can catch yourself when you're feeling stress activation or identify your emotions, this is where you can create the biggest change in the shortest time. The more aware you are of what's going on in your brain and body, the easier it is to use the part of your brain responsible for conscious thought processing. And here, you can challenge your thoughts and create those new neural pathways. Developing optimism is a huge part of resilience. I can attest to this as previous Eeyore on a bad day. Asking yourself, how could this become a positive in the future? Or what positives could come from this situation? And again, understanding that this is a clunky, cognitive, takes more effort way of thinking at the beginning, but then optimism becomes part of your core. It becomes your path of least resistance. And when I tell people how now, how now brown cow? (laughs) When I tell people now how negative and worst case scenario I used to be, they don't believe me. And that's purely as a result of doing this work. The work has been building my confidence, working with my nervous system, emotional regulation, understanding how I tick as a human being, being able to objectively look at all the things I've been through and come out the other side collecting the relevant evidence, leaning on people and learning that I don't have to do everything on my own. And it's actually better for me if I don't. (laughs) And if I can do it, so can you. I 100% believe in you. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action taking success you know you can be and if you want my eyes and ears on your problems then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs you can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes the link in my bio on Instagram and on my website franexcel.com So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful and I'll see you next week. Bye.